When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. See where we are. Got to turn down the right switch there. Uh, good afternoon and happy Monday. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us as we put a wrap and a ribbon on the 2019. And since Lori is a share devotee, we got to give share props. Yes, Mariah Carey has the record for solo number one hits okay. in different decades, but share actually. Did it in six decades, but Ooh. the asterisk is one of those was with Sonny. Okay. So it's Fair not enough. a solo. So she's had a, a one in... A, in six decades. Wow. Yes. Wow. So I don't think Mariah will but beat Ma- that record. But, Ma- but Cher is 20 years older than Mariah, so give the girl... You Mariah know, has we'll time. She's got time. <laughs> right. Well, like Holly said, she'll be back next Christmas. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that voice you hear is Miss Shannon, so we haven't uh, seen each other since... Uh, Donnie and I, since Christmas Eve, right. Eve, because yeah. uh, I had then the rest of the week off. Right. And Julia was here with Donnie and probably Holly on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Brittany. Brittany, okay, oh, that's yeah. who filled in. And now Donnie's back and I'm back. And. Julia's out and Miss Shannon is in. Yes, so thank I call you. it the holiday roulette wheel of my talk host. Yes, is what it happens is. every it's year right. about this time. So it you is. hear a, vo- a bunch of voices you're familiar with in completely different configurations That's for the two right. weeks. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for being here. I'm glad it's not New Year's Eve yet because I feel discombobulated after just <laughs> flying sure. in yes. last night. Well, one minute you're in sunny Seattle <laughs> with your mom and your brother and sister and just you know doing nothing but going to waterfronts and having dinners and right. lunches and doing a little some christmas cheer and then all of a sudden you're home and it's in snowing. the midst of winter and all then you're the going right back to the grocery store <laughs> something that it just seemed like a few short days ago you'd been doing a lot of right oh my god i had a epic so Okay, Shannon, I know you're busy and you're not listening necessarily to Julia and I Kvetch, but we had a bit of a <laughs> ham gate because I felt that I did. I, I questioned if I did bad ham math for the number of people coming over Christmas Eve. I heard a clip of that. Okay, so, so Julia. You were thinking it wasn't enough. Julia enough. was thinking it wasn't enough, okay. and I assured her I was not buying any more spice. The ham we had is the hammer, and she goes, well, I'll bring two potatoes. And oh, wow. We were okay. really being sister-in-laws, uh, kind of arguing about stuff, and I said, well, I'm going to go to Ingebrigtsen's and get my Swedish <laughs> meatball mix. I'm going to have like 60 Swedish meatballs. So I go to Ingebrigtsen's, this Scandinavian. I, I get there right 
when they open it, I'm number right. 12 in line at 9 a.m., yes. cash and checks only. <laughs> I asked the guy 60 meatballs, and he looks at me, and he goes, six pounds of meatball mix? Because you have to make the meatballs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I buy the gravy. I get a pound of smoked salmon. I just keep adding because I'm adding to the poundage of the ham that's not quite uh, eight pounds. Because now you're thinking that it's not enough food because yeah. she was giving you a hard time. So I get it. And, and I can store everything in the refrigerator, you know, the gravy and the meatball mix. And last Monday night... Uh, the the Viking Packer game, which Casey thought we were having company over. The same company was coming the next night. I had to put a kibosh on that. <laughs> I'm making my meatballs. I need the kitchen. So get my ice cream scoop, which does make a perfect size meatball. But you okay, really got to roll your meatballs so they don't crumble. Okay. Because then you got to fry them. Okay. And then you got to bake them. Okay. And then you put them in the crock pot. I'm and glad you're telling me that. I've, I I do cook, but I have never made a meatball yeah, from Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> okay. And I didn't make the meatball mix with the, the seasoning. <laughs> and, you know, it's already seasoned. Okay. And so we're, the drinking game is every time Casey yells Jesus during the football <laughs> game. And I'm just making me. I'm a, it's, All night. I, it took me two hours start to finish. Okay. But where I went off the rails. Uh-oh. Where I went off the rails and after such careful planning and you know making everything yes uh petit moi decided that uh, upon putting all the meatballs in the crock pot which now just need to be simmered in the gravy the next day okay i put all the cold gravy from the refrigerator on the hot meatballs and do i put that crock pot out on the porch where it's a nice 15 or 20 degrees no, I let them get nice and fermented. Oh, no. The hot meatballs and the cold sauce, which should be refrigerated <laughs> overnight. Oh, boy. And I plugged him in, and Casey came home from the gym. He goes, why does our house smell like sewer? Oh, goodness. <laughs> and he goes right over to the crock pot, lifts up the lid. Soured? It had oh. soured. Oh, I, and I tried Lori. to say no it hadn't I go oh yeah I go no I think I just burned the bottom I was like I was going to be damned Lori. oh my god that was two hours of meatball and, and, and going no and standing in line and you know I mean and, and, and it was reinforcement to the ham dilemma yeah. that I had Okay, here's what I always do like I about had to those throw fails. it away six pounds down the drain Casey <laughs> took the crock pot and set it outside and he said no one is eating those there's something wrong <laughs> and I go back in my head back in my head and then I realized I put hot meat in cold gravy and let it stew out just in the in the room room. Temperature, room it, temperature. It should have been cold, or really, yeah. I shouldn't have poured the gravy in until the next day. But I was so happy to be done. <laughs> My little shoulder hurt from rolling Aww. the balls nice and tight. <laughs> That's what she said. That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I hate when I hate when meatballs think. crumble. You well, know, because then you I end up with sloppy joes. I want a right. tight, yeah. nice meatball, and I made them <laughs> tight, and I cooked them right, and then, and then Julia gets there, and she goes, "Wow, it's a good thing I brought two potatoes." Oh no! Okay, oh, wow. she brought Way cheesy potatoes, in. and then she brought homemade scallop <laughs> potatoes with Gruyere cheese, oh, which I fancy. I fancy. And I looked at him and I go, is there blue cheese in there? Because the potatoes were great. <laughs> and, and she goes, 
I don't know what happened to them. Just plug them in. And so I go, well, if it made you feel any better, I threw away all the meatballs. Those went bad. And uh, we're eating dinner, and, and her niece goes, you know, Jules, if you close your eyes and eat the scalloped potatoes, they're pretty good. <laughs> I love stories like that, though, because they actually, you need to have... Stories that you can like oh, pass down in the uh, family. So having a giant meatball fail like that is almost better than them turning out. Because if they had just been normal and everybody enjoyed them, well, nobody would ever talk about them. My again. son-in-law was so sweet. He said to me, he goes, geez, if I'd known about this last night, I would have had a, at least a half a bowl of them when you were offering them <laughs> up to me. Because I was like, oh, anyone want to try my meatballs? Because they were all done and in the gravy. And he had like two. He goes, those are amazing. And Casey goes, no, I'll save mine for tomorrow. Plus, he was so busy yelling at the Vikings. He had no appetite. Yeah. You know how that went <laughs> I know last how that week. Goes, yeah. Well, I just so, and, and Donnie knows this, I am not a Vikings fan. Oh, okay. I happen to be I'm a not, Packers fan. I'm a Packers fan. Oh, okay. So, so you were happy last week. I was week. fine. But we accidentally, my friend and I decided we we're going to go to Whitey's. Because we used to go to Whitey's all the time it didn't Great occur to us. yeah and it didn't occur to us that all the vikings fans were gonna be there and he's even worse than i am because it's bad enough i'm a uh, uh packers fan he's from new york so he's a jets fan so he super doesn't care yeah so the two of us are like sitting there just whispering each other like oh look at that that team's just trash yeah. just when are they gonna get better uh-huh. like so we, but we didn't want to cause a fight we're not well, those kind would, of fans yeah you know? but i don't think there would be i don't think viking packer fans really go no to and i'm not one of those people where i'm no. so, uh, intentionally i and live it, here on purpose i don't want vikings fans sad i have to live around them. and let me tell you, I was real hopeful when I started rolling my meatballs that because, it would be good. because right away Casey was high fiving his <laughs> daughter and the son in law. And I thought, oh, this is a happy game. And then within five minutes, Aww. I said to the son in law, the drinking game is every time Casey yells, Jesus. <laughs> I do have to also tell you, thank you for letting me borrow Casey at the uh, holiday party. Oh, he's, he was incredibly helpful when we were doing the little poker? casino games. Yes, because I was in the weeds he is he a hard shark so i just looked over at him and whatever he did and then when i was yeah. making like a confused face he'd go bet this and yeah, so yeah. he was incredibly helpful so thank Casey you for loaning him to us coached me to the final 10 in a celebrity poker <sighs> tournament okay. at mystic lake and mm-hmm. i wore a fall and my best sharon <laughs> stone look from casino lovely and he coached me and i got all the i mean there was like 60 tables julia went out right away ah, and mm-hmm. i got down to the t- the the two tables of five yeah he was very yeah. knowledgeable he was very helpful all right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. This a put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. Even if I scandalize you, cut you down, criticize you, tell me. That's a pretty, pretty, pretty song by Pink and Chris Stapleton, isn't it? Yes, it is. So pretty. Okay, so um, I think only Donnie of the three of us has seen uh, the movie Harriet. Is that right, Donnie? I I saw it early. Early, so did my mom. She saw it early and she called me and she's like, you have to go see this movie. It's just amazing that the... 
the story hasn't been told right. before told on the big screen. Like yeah, this, yes. on the big mm-hmm. screen. And so Cynthia Erivo, she has been nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Actress for Harriet and also Best Original Song, which Golden Globe does that, and that's for stand-up. That's from Harriet. And she's nominated for Critics' Choice Best Actress and Best Song not nominated, I believe. I don't think she got nominated for a Screen Actor Guild Awards, but okay. definitely in the running for an Oscar. Right. And I think that um, the the movie is going out again into release because the Golden Globes is this Sunday. Right? Oh, time is it, Well, no, it's the, the award show season is, is compressed. The okay. uh, Oscars are February 9th. Okay. The Screen Actors are September or excuse me, January 19th, and the Grammys are like the f- first weekend in February. Well, They're usually okay. where the Oscars are. Yeah. Okay. So it's all very compressed. So Cynthia, uh, I'm glad to see that the movie is like, they asked her, hey, would you go out, re- you know, pr- promote the movie? Um, so Because that means they're taking it seriously. If yeah. Going, Let's it's go out the there ca- and shop this It's a bit of that. a campaign, right. and I, I like it because I do think that that movie came out a little bit early. early. Yeah. It was October. October, and it feels like it could have, like, but maybe with the other schedule, it seemed like a Thanksgiving, you know, like it were the big period where people go see movies, supposedly. But anyway, here she is uh, on the Today Show talking about, um, I think they're asking about the Oscars. There's been so much conversation already about this movie. I dare say, without jinxing it, Oscar buzz as well, which if you were to win, you would become the youngest person ever to win an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. <laughs> oh, to I can't believe that, that that's happened so quickly, that, that we're there. Like, mm. at this point, even talking about it is super strange. I, I came here doing a <laughs> musical. Amazing. Yeah. This is where we are. It's kind of amazing. And the well, Emmy you got was actually from your performance yes. in 2017 on the right Today here. Show. Yeah. I mean, how, how have you felt since then? It's mm. like your, your career is just It's been going exploding. There it is. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> it's been going and going and, and I've had the most amazing ride and I've been able to experience the most incredible things and dreams are coming true and it sounds crazy, but it really is wonderful. And people are saying, she's British. She's British. Yeah. And of course, she won a Tony for the color purple. Right. Yeah. There's and, been so- and in Sorry. the um, uh, Taron Egerton at the Hollywood Film Awards, he got like breakout actor for Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. And he told a delightful story because she was also nominated or was at this Hollywood Film Awards. He and Cynthia went to uh, drama school together. Oh, okay. So they're both peers and they are young, you know, and you think, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look at how much they've accomplished. Uh, I know, it's amazing. And so here's uh, Cynthia talking about finally getting um, Harriet, uh, which short for Harriet Tubman. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To the big screen. Let's talk for a moment about Harriet Tubman. The film, you know, I mentioned it was a long time coming. I was preparing for you last night. Years in the making, if not yes. decades. Yes. Um, so then what was it like finally to see it on the big screen? Like now it's, it's out there, yeah, you know? Yeah, it was a huge relief. Um, I People had worked really hard. Casey had worked really hard. Mm-hmm. Deborah had worked really hard. And I and I so wanted it to go well for them mm-hmm. and, and for me as well. But they just had put so much time and effort into it that I was itching for people to see it and for us to to be able to celebrate. And this role required a lot of research, as I understand. You hired a dialect coach. It's such a powerful figure in American history, Harriet Tubman is, helping free hundreds of slaves before the American Civil War. What was the most interesting thing you learned about her story? Um, I think that the most interesting thing that I I learned about her was how much her faith played a part in her journey, Mm -hmm. uh, her actual physical journey to to freedom and her journey back and forth uh, to save the enslaved people. So that she was so close to to God and her faith was was astounding. Oh, I just could listen I'm to excited. Cynthia talk all day, and I don't know if you've heard the song "Stand Up." Maybe I you've heard yet. it. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Is it played at the end of the movie down yes, here? How it does is. it fit in? It's toward, it's the end of the movie. Okay, let's play the last cut. Okay. Yeah. What was it like riding a horse in a corset? Oh. <laughs> really? Interesting. 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 The, the thing I wanted to do when I so I trained to to ride a horse, but I trained with a corset to make sure that I was used to it when we were on. Oh, set. Could you breathe? So it was like um, I could, by this point I could breathe. <laughs> it's kind of like doing the weather. Nine months pregnant. Before you leave us, because we're running out of time, yeah. you, we just found out we got a first look of you as Aretha Franklin. Yes. That is huge. Yeah. How great is that? It's pretty awesome. When is that going to happen? Um, that's, I think, May next year. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she Wonderful. is starring in the third season of National Geographic's television show called Genius. Yeah. Okay. So, Donnie, who else? Because I know you're the only well, one who's watched I, it. I, I, we loved it. The first year was Albert Einstein. Uh-huh. Second year was uh, Picasso. Okay, so okay. It, was that the one that Antonio Banderas yes. played him? Yes, and he was he was wonderful in that. And so now this will be the... They were going to do Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein. Right. They, they shelved that for some reason. We don't know why. Maybe the family or, you know, whoever has know. the rights. Hmm. So we'll get to see Cynthia Erivo as uh, Aretha Franklin next May. By the way, she was nominated for a SAG. Oh, she Wonderful. was. Okay, she was. good, good. So we're going to hopefully get a chance to meet her. So genius, this National Geographic thing, which will be chronicle Aretha Franklin's life, played by Cynthia. That comes out May, whatever it is, 2020. 2020. Um, Jennifer Hudson's movie Respect about Aretha Franklin comes out like in May or June next year, too. It's going to be a good year for I mean, I I, I'm disappointed that it took us to get to that Oscar so white point for people to start saying these stories are of value. But now that people are on the side, let's let's stay with it. Yeah. Yeah, So it's going to be, you know, back to back uh, two very different. Like, I don't know what the source material is for the Jennifer Hudson. All we've seen Donnie posted last week is um, Jennifer Hudson in a like a gold glittery sequin gown singing respect right in front of the letters respect and then it just said like june 2020 and you know but she is giving us 
that song yes. in its full-throated glory. Right. So it's so, going to be an interesting story, even if it's more fictionalized like the Rocket Man type thing. It's it, still which it be might be. Story. And then we have uh, Cynthia Erivo doing the Queen of Soul in this eight-part series that's going to... I mean, jo- Donnie, what's ingenious? Do they explore, like... From childhood yeah, yes, to they basically, do. Yeah, they do. Okay. They do. Okay. They, they go back that so it's far. It's like a so mini get, series on yeah, their life. You get the origins of uh, where they came from and uh, you know and how they got where they came to be. Yeah, wonderful. So yeah, I, I highly recommend Genius on uh, National Geographic. Yeah, it's very well done. Gotcha. So and Cynthia told the ladies that she's been um, throwing herself into listening to rare interviews with Aretha. Of course, watching. The great documentary that came out last year right. I went, that was filmed in the church in L.A., the one that Aretha fought against for yes. so long. This. Mm-hmm. Who was the director? The guy oh. out of Africa. He directed uh, Pollock's. Sidney Pollock. Sidney Pollock, yeah. He wanted that on his deathbed. He was like, I want this movie to get out there. And it was really just kind of a misunderstanding with right. Miss Franklin. And she did in the end. Give permission, but that is an incredible documentary. Too. Wasn't Jennifer Hudson handpicked by Aretha? Yes, because there I were other so. people who wanted yes, to play yes. her, and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, right." Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's true. I think that is very true, but I think uh, you know. So yeah, it's going to be lots of Aretha Franklin. Yeah, news. and then very sad to wake up to the news. That Representative John Lewis yes. <laughs> diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. Damn it. He is like one of the truly good guys in Congress. I think so as well. So, <sighs> and that's one of those ones we've, as you were mentioning earlier, we have had great strides in our medical you know, system. I mean, so Alex Trebek has been the face of pancreatic cancer and he's doing his jeopardy. And John Lewis tweeted out today, you know, don't bury me yet. Right. I'm still going, and I mean, Jimmy Carter, like two years ago, remember, he had the brain cancer, so I just was like, I just went, (gasps) no. There are lots of people that can go out with the bank. I just kind of feel like it's odd because I'm at that in-between age that people that... Like, I don't feel like some of these people are that old. Old, Right. I'm like, oh, we're losing this person and that person, and who's sick, and... Well, well, I mean, he has, you know, uh, been around. I mean, he's got the, I mean, somebody portrays him in Selma. Right. You know, all the, everything he did with, uh, so I know no spring chicken, but geez, it doesn't seem like they're old enough that this would be happening already. I know it. Anyway, our good thoughts are, are with, uh, him. And, uh, listen, we're going to find out what's happening on the snowy roads. And when we come back, we got some movies to talk about. Got a little snow out there this afternoon. We'll start in Hampton, 52 northbound across from 250th Street to 222nd Street. In Lino Lakes, 35E southbound across from Main Street to right around the 35 split. And uh, also have a crash in Gem Lake, 694 westbound. White Bear Avenue to County Road, 65. Watch out for a crash near Chanhass in a stalled vehicle blocking a lane. Highway 5 eastbound from Highway 101 to right around Dell Road. Near Robbinsdale, 94 eastbound across from Lowry Avenue to West Broadway Avenue. And in Harris, 35 southbound. Spun out vehicle watch out by County Road 10 to right around Rush Lake Road. Near Marine on St. Croix, 95 westbound. A crash right around 124th Street. Lots going on this afternoon. Uh, Richfield, 62 westbound. A crash from Bloomington Avenue to Cedar Avenue. Near Little Canada, 61 northbound. A crash at Roselawn Avenue. And uh, we also have a crash 
uh, near Invergrove Heights. Uh, that's in Highway 3, excuse me, watch out by Diffley Road uh, for a crash there. Just a friendly reminder also in this weather to turn on your headlights so that you are visible. Brush off your back window. And brush off your back window and brush Thank off the you. roof of your car. Thank you. <laughs> your Five Eyewitness News weather forecast. A winter weather advisory in effect through midnight tomorrow. Snow 28 today. Snow early tonight 20. Partly cloudy 25 tomorrow. Right now 27. And snow at the MyTalk Studios. If you're among the 40% of Americans, 50 and older, not getting tested for colorectal cancer, you're out of excuses. The government will now require insurance companies to cover virtual colonoscopies and other less invasive tests. Talk to your doctor to see which of these tests is right for you. Don't be one of the 50,000 Americans to die from a largely preventable disease. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org. My daughter Mariah was an amazing girl. You may not need it now, but what if your child did? Mariah did not want to pass away at home, and she didn't want her siblings to come home to a place where they would remember her having passed. Crescent Cove offers care and support to families with children and young adults with a shortened life expectancy. It's a welcome relief for families from the exhausting demands that come from facing terminal and life-threatening illnesses. Find out how to help build Crescent Cove. Visit crescentcove.org. Where do you turn when something you could never prepare for happens? My 10-year-old daughter was diagnosed with stage 4 Hodgkin's lymphoma, and that's when you start thinking, how are we going to do this? Spare Key helps Minnesota families with seriously ill or critically injured children with the gift of time. You know, the mortgage doesn't stop. With treatment with my daughter, I knew that I wasn't going to spend one minute away away from her. When a child is hospitalized, the last thing a family needs is to endure more financial stress. Spare Key helps Minnesota homeowners by making mortgage payments for them, allowing them to focus on what really matters. Families don't have to choose between working and spending time with their child in the hospital. The mission of Spare Key is to bring hope and relief by helping families in crisis to bounce and not break financially. We were able to keep our house, and I don't I don't know that we would have done that without Spare Key. For me to be able to be with my daughter for every single minute, there aren't even words to describe what that means to me. To learn more about SpareKey or to find out if your family is eligible, go to SpareKey.org. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. Not sick of her. I'm not sick of her. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Okay, so uh, any? Did you see any holiday movies? I'm sure you saw Star Wars. I saw Wars. Star Wars. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure you time. saw, I saw Star, Star Wars. Wars twice. Was there plenty of? Uh, this is what my brother said to me now that he was like seven when the very first Star Wars came out. Right. So he's like an original Star and I was Wars six. kid. That was the first movie that my mom ever took so me to. So you guys are bona fide. Right. You know, because I'm 11 years older than my brother. So he he said, there better be a lot of Jedi fighting. And there was enough for me. Oh, I there felt was? like okay. it was very appropriate to bring okay. this whole, bring closure to mm-hmm. 40 years of my fandom. Okay. I felt very satisfied okay. with it. No yeah. movie is perfect. No. As a Star Wars fan, yeah, from you know, 
<laughs> Inception. Right, right. I was very happy. And that's my. I, said, I asked I my brother. Happy. I said, "What's your wish?" He said, "That there's." That there better be some good Jedi and, fighting. And not only that, <laughs> I did think that the way that they discussed the, the, the Jedi and the Force, I was very happy with okay. the way. They I'm even sure found like, a couple getting... little new tricks that nah. I was like, oh, that's an appropriate new new Force trick. I'm I cool just know he's going to love it. Yeah, yeah, I had the best time at it. Well, we could not come up with what our family movie would be. Uh, for... Is it normally easy for you guys to come to some sort yes. of agreement? Okay. Yes, and nothing, 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 nothing. And finally, my brother was like, like between Entertainment Weekly mm-hmm. and Rolling Stone and maybe the Seattle pa- paper, <laughs> Enter- uh, uh, People Magazine, okay. Knives Out has yes. made okay. all these yeah. top ten. Agreed, it looked great. Lists. Yeah, and I hadn't really thought anything about it. And I remember we watched a couple of different people lightly promote it, but no one seemed to know how to promote it. As to what it was about or whatever. So we, all of us, you know, it was my mom and there were like six of us and flat out fantastic. Okay. That Donnie, was on my did, list. did you think yeah, it was I fantastic? It, I enjoyed it very much. It yeah. is the most clever movie I've seen in a long, long time. Okay. It totally, um, I had no expectations. Someone said it was like Clue or an Agatha Christie, and I yeah, wasn't I really sold on either of those because I'm not a big fan of either. <laughs> I like both of those, and I like yeah. those old school Poirot and those other things we used it, to watch. Nothing so old. So putting them all together, I Nothing like old school about this movie. It okay. was just fresh. And fabulous, and I see why it's on all these top ten. So it's almost that it's that quirky whodunit, though. I'm not even going to describe it as quirky because I didn't think it was quirky. It was flat out clever. That's on my list to go and do this weekend. Yeah, it was really. I'm going to go see that one. I mean, it kept you guessing. It kept you guessing, which is impressive. And every one of us liked it, and we had a range range of ages, you know, and so it was just, it was really fun. See, I'm glad that you talked me into that, because I was talking before the show, and I was telling you that I was going to go get, like, a liter of wine and watch Cats, and you said you're still going to hate it. You're going to hate it? Why would you want to do that? Because I decided that it was like that schadenfreude thing, that it was, like, so bad that it might be entertaining no, now no, and no, no, no okay no. i'll go see knives out you guys talked me out of it because i really was just i was yeah. gonna go to one that had a bar and yeah. we would like make it like an afternoon of like day drinking yeah. and clowning this film right but you're like no, no it's still, it's still- there, there's too many good movies one of the most uh, underrated movies of the year two of them peanut butter falcon which okay. is the sweetest movie of the year with shia labeouf yeah, and it's just good. a coming of age amazing story mm-hmm. But um, I watched on the plane to Seattle on Christmas morning, Blinded by the Light. Yes. About the Bruce Springsteen, you know, the kid in working class England. That movie was darling. See, so you're saying there's much better things to do with my time. Oh, it was so, so good. And it's based on this true story in the guy's book, Javid and his friend. And it's like late... It's like 1987 and and the British punk movement, music-wise, and New Wave is just like, ah, Bruce Springsteen, he's old school. Because that was, you know, 76 when Born to Run and all of that. So people were like turning down their nose and it very much spoke to, and that is a great, feel-good, wonderful movie. We also, my mom and I and uh, my brother's husband went and saw Little Women. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, Why the it. sigh? Donnie. Okay. I'm in the for, minority. 70% of the audience is female. 
Oh no, I know that's that, okay, Donnie. But you okay. see a lot of movies. The, that the are movie, female. No, you no. see a lot of like things. Casey flat out said he wasn't going. My brother, who's gay, who by all means should want to <laughs> see it just for Timothy <laughs> Chalamet. Yeah, and a period piece. Period and all, piece. But he's the star. Where he's like, I'm not going to go. I don't like that story. And <laughs> he saw it with Winona Ryder, the last one, 20 years ago. And Casey just said, No, I'm going to go work out and watch college football. So it was the three of us. See, Donnie, you'll see. A movie just because you think it'll be uh, you'll see it for other reasons. Uh, no, our Thank theater you. was packed mm-hmm. and yeah, there might you. have been four men out of fifty. Okay. <laughs> it was a heavily oh, female audience of all ages. Yes. And I love Greta Gerwig. I thought Sir Ronan as Joe March was breathtaking. Okay. I think Florence Pugh as Amy was the best Amy we've ever, ever, oh, ever, wonderful. ever, ever had. And Timothy Chalamet is glorious. Yeah. Oh, is he uh, just something to behold? So did you? So you did. So lot, you appreciated DJ, the actors. The gay brother-in-law loved it. <laughs> okay. Okay, but he knows every iteration. He was even he even knew the Catherine Hepburn iteration, oh, okay. the thirties one. Okay, right. he is a Little Women fan. <laughs> the book, every iteration. I my mom fell asleep. So we you're saying to, if there was a con, a, a convention about he, Little Women, he, he would be the one that would be uh, at, at least you could answer all the movie crap. Okay, he'd okay. be on panels. My all mom right. fell asleep, and um, we woke her up because she was starting to disturb others, <laughs> including my myself and my brother in law. <laughs> and because, at least in the little um, hamlet of Des Moines, Washington, at the um, movie theater, they showed seven trailers, and in between the trailers showed a commercial. Really? So that added a half hour to the already <laughs> wow, never heard of that. kind of a long movie time. Oh, yes. absolutely. I felt that movie yeah. could have, I hate I to use one of Julia's critic critiques, because she uses it for every damn movie. She always <laughs> says it could have used some editing, but it Little Women yes. could have used, used a little editing. That's exactly what I told Julia last week. Okay. Because it's too, it's too long. The movie, it's really, Greta is so brilliant, and I've never, the way she tells the story in going forward and then back, I don't recall Little Women ever being told that way other than the straight, did you did you away? find that a little confusing when they were going back and forth? In My time? mom did, okay. so she gave it. Uh, she said she would have rather been at home watching Minnesota videos of people skating <laughs> oh, and sliding <laughs> on the streets. Wow! Okay, yes. My, that's quite the review. Yeah, that was my mom's. But again, she was getting lost, and she was not okay. keeping up with the. Forward, I thought Laura Dern as Marmy, the mother. I wanted to pull her hair. I couldn't stand her. She oh, was really? such a mealy, mealy oh, gooder. <laughs> and when she said she wanted her husband to come home, I didn't believe her. <laughs> um, and uh, Meryl Streep steals her scenes as uh, Aunt March. The aunt, yes. Yeah. Okay. And as she is want to do. As, yeah, <laughs> she, she was. So, do. you know, I like gave it like a B minus. Okay. That's still pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then even even when I started thinking about it, I was so I got so mad at how 
a little bit of the movie dragged out too long. So are you giving it a B from a nostalgia standpoint because you like the source material and you really should have given it a C? I am giving it the B the B plus because okay. um, Saoirse Ronan was just absolutely the most incredible Joe March and Florence Pugh was the greatest okay. Amy we've ever Very had. Enjoyable. I mean, we have, uh, you have Emma Watson as Beth and, or not Beth, she's the older sister, whatever the hell her name is, the one who marries the school teacher with no right. money. Yes. Okay, and this is not my fandom. Yeah. This is not. This is all, this is one of those things, I read the book when I was in high school because I had to read the book right, and right. I've never revisited the yeah, franchise. Yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I think, I think if you love it, just, just know that it is long and that the, it, the, that Greta Gerwig turns the novel, which we always have seen in movies, just kind of go from right by doing the forward and backward in time. I'm not good with period pieces normally yeah. in general. Like I don't watch any of the TV shows. Oh, Saoirse, though, like you know, as Joe March, the Independent. And there was some really great, you know. Um, you think about how hard it was at the time. I mean, the only way a girl could have security in her life, a young woman, would was be to marry, to marry well. Yeah, yeah the true. only that I was think, it. I mean, that was your option, or you could be as Aunt March said. You know, well, I was born rich, or whatever yeah. her story was the that last she had money. Period piece. I think I was into this. Tells you is a long time ago. Is maybe like Dangerous Liaisons is the only one I can think of that I've yeah. ever been into. And that so, we had some sex. I yeah, liked that. Movie. Yeah, I know that, that was, was like good. John, that's what started my John Malkovich right. thing. I was like, he is. He was he's hot. Very for sexy. The, he was hot for a long time, yes. and then he just quickly moved into character roles. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. He is like he's like Jeff Goldblum, where he's just John Malkovich. Yeah. That's why we have movies like. Being John Malkovich, he's Funnily just so... Funnily enough, Louisa May Alcott mm-hmm. hated Little Women. Really? She did not, and she liked writing suspense stories. She liked oh. writing mysteries. She wrote that book for her sister Beth okay. to tell the story of the Alcott girls on her deathbed. She, she tells her yeah. that. Well, she was also persuaded, or uh, should I say, not persuaded, but yeah. encouraged by the editor of the magazine. He says, you need to write a little girl's story. Uh, right. And okay. she, she says here, Mr. N wants a girl's story, and I begin Little Women. Yeah. I plod away though I hate this sort of thing. Fair enough. Never liked girls or knew many except my sisters, but our little <laughs> plays and experiences may prove interesting, though I doubt it. Yeah, I know it. And you see that doubting in Joe. <laughs> yes. In the movie, you know, Joe doesn't want to do it, but it's something... I, anyway, I, that movie, Little Women, has made almost $100 million. Wow. Okay. The word of mouth is really good on it, and it made that much money over a five-day period of time, despite being in a thousand less theaters than Frozen. Frozen. It was mm-hmm. only third to Frozen. So the appetite for that movie is there and people were, you know, crying and, you know, some people clapped. And I just I just think that between the seven previews, the seven <laughs> yes. ads, yeah, and then That's the two-hour and 45-minute running time, <laughs> yeah, it's right. too much of a commitment. <laughs> it, it made, then you were like, you, were, you had to pee, you were hungry, you had to pee, you were hungry, and then that just like, so anyway, but it's, Fair a, enough. it's a wonderful movie, just, you know, I should add popcorn that day. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, when we come back, oh my gosh, we've got to read into uh, some... Twitter news Mm. and Insta news. What does all of this mean? Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. Baby, you got me changing 24-7. I want you here. I hope you feel the same thing. I want you to be the one that's on my 
happy New Year's Eve Eve, if that's a thing. But it was kind of nice to go, oh, tomorrow's uh, New Year's Eve. Right. Lots of festivities what going on you, in the Twin Cities. What do you got going on? Tomorrow night, I am actually the event host at Grand Casino Hinkley. Yeah, so Are I'm they doing be the there. comedy night? You know, I am not. I am hosting the rest of their festivities and, inv- and, and introducing and emceeing everybody else's. Oh, how fun. And then helping people ring in them. You're the Ryan Seacrest yeah, in Dick Clark is, Productions exactly. at Grand so Casino. I, yeah. So that'll be fun. It actually, it's funny because it's one of the first, this is only the second year where I didn't have like my own comedy show or be part of a show. Yeah. And they had me do this last year and it was actually very so fun who, to do something a little different. What, what's going there on? There a bunch of local bands that are playing, you know, they, you know, and, you know, it was the kind of thing like last year we had Chris Hockey's band that were there. Yeah. So they always have all these fun things and yeah, we go there and spend the night. Right. So right. we go and then I'll do that and we'll have like, they have like stilt walkers and a variety of performers that'll be going on there and it's a roaring 20s theme. So they're also, of course, because it's a casino giving away money and different right. promotions. So it actually takes a lot of pressure off of me because I am not the draw. Yeah, <laughs> so. I want. I wanted to go to Treasure Island so bad mm-hmm. and get a room and I just dinked around and never uh, did it because Cheap Trick is playing. I know. Yes. Seen the ads. And mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. I guess I still could go, but then I bought tickets for the Bad Man. Okay. They're playing at the Turf Club tomorrow night okay. with a couple other groups and... They're like, um, they're my 2019 band label. Oh, I signed them in okay. my to the imaginary label that I run, <laughs> and uh, so I got to su- support them on New Year's Eve okay. and, and Turf Club. You know, it's I like, like in the Club. neighborhood, mm-hmm. kind of fun. How about yeah. you, Donnie? What are you doing? Uh, for the first time in many, many years, you're going out. Going out. Nice. Know, well done. My well uh, my daughter and her boyfriend are having a party Fun. at his uh, at his place in uh, downtown Minneapolis. So uh, we're going out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be the oldest people there, but we're going out. No, you won't. You'll Donnie, be fine. the first step in being the oldest person is identifying yourself as the oldest person. I won't say it when I'm there. Yeah, yeah thank please you. Don't. don't. Please right. don't. Because then you sound creepy because it feels like you're throwing in everybody's face. <laughs> like, you know I'm too old to be here. Right. I'll never don't say that. that. I mean, no. and speaking of uh, <laughs> age, 61 and single and not on um, the Tinder of uh, celebrity <laughs> hotness. Sharon Stone is not yes. on Reyes. She's just out there like any other regular woman. She's uh, uh, on Bumble until Bumble kicked her off for being Sharon Stone last night. <laughs> Which I agree that if I saw Sharon Stone on there and a picture that I would presume that it was fake and I would have I would have reported it. I would have thought it was a well, spam account. She keeps getting reported and mm-hmm. blocked right. on Bumble. Yeah. So this is an injustice. I would think she was in some foreign country trying to scam me out of my money. No, because this is man. like Andy Cohen keeps getting kicked off Grinder. <laughs> okay, they can't oh, believe that. No. Yeah, because celebrities always want to be on the exclusive thing. But think about it. Sharon Stone can already meet any famous person she wants. So anybody who's on Raya... She thinks I can. I've already met them, or right. they, we've crossed paths. I'm interested in, you know, the guy who might be a builder who <laughs> happens to be on Raya, or an executive with some. You know, she maybe doesn't want Somebody the that Hollywood United Health Group. I know, yeah, like, something like that. Which is so, the whole reason that I, I just want to tell her if she's listening that it's not <laughs> going to work because that was the whole reason that I was going to try and get on Bumble in the first place is to get outside of my circle. Yeah, because you kind of figure you do already know everybody that's in your circle so you want to do other people oh yeah yeah but then you start getting on it and you're not sharon stone 
I'm saying she's going to see the same 25 men no, anyway because she's no, on Bumble. There's no. not that many people on Bumble is what I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, you, I, I don't know. I mean, she'll maybe, match a lot. Maybe then, the Bumble circle for Sharon Stone is just a little bit bigger. It could be bigger. She could stop getting the injustice of being blocked. So the that, only way it would be bigger is that she cast her net so wide, like a national net. Yes, that's what it is. It's not a 25-mile <laughs> net. She's cast the world okay. as her net, okay? It's big. She's open to anybody who's got She's a like, plan. like, I will jet to you, That's United right. Health Group CEO. Anyway, so uh, Bumble's editorial director, Claire O'Connor, did uh, the best celebrity interaction of her life <laughs> when she had to apologize to Sharon Flippenstone and unblock her. She said, oh, no, at Sharon Stone. Bumble editorial director here. We're on the case. Trust us. We definitely want you in the hive. We'll get back to you ASAP, then a heart. So then they had to do whatever they had to do to check that it's really Sharon Stone. And verify her. Aha! Verify her. Sharon Stone. We at Bumble. And then she copies herself. Found your account. Unblocked you. Ensured this won't happen again. You can get back to Bumbling. They actually use that word. Oh, I know. I have it on my phone right now. You can look at it. Thanks for bearing with us and hope you find your honey. (laughs) They are all in on that brand. I mean, aren't, isn't this no strings attached? honey in the bumble world or are you looking for relationships i it appears to be yeah. i mean there's some of each yeah. there's some of each well she's got to stay vigilant because there's that lady you know chanel west coast who tries to take over sharon stone's all life the time yes mm-hmm. so anyway she's back on they've apologized i hope she enjoys it um if i was a bumble executive i would just this was an this was a Christmas, Hanukkah, <laughs> birthday, yeah, yeah. New Year's present, all in one. Because we're coming up on the two Sundays of the year when explosions rise in all the online dating. Right. So Bumble is where women swipe. Yes. They're in charge. Right. Because it's one you you still match up like you do on Tinder, right. but then the woman has to write to the other person first. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's just, uh, you know. Which is great, because if you do, if you're bumbling when you're like yeah. full up on a couple of glasses of wine, it gives right. you time to have a little buyer's remorse and, yeah. you know, and elect not to write to But them. this was the <laughs> so. best thing to happen to Bumble. Oh, no, because a lot of people didn't even know what Bumble was. And it wasn't and so anything. Now we all do. Yeah, it wasn't anything thirsty on Sharon Stone. She <laughs> I, was, her kids were gone. She decided to just take a little finger troll yes. through her phone. I am all for gamifying the dating thing. Yeah. It's very entertaining to me in spurts. And I always like to remind people, it's old gossip. It's certainly vintage old gossip. But when she was married to Phil Bronstein, who was, he may still be the editor and owner of the San Francisco Chronicle. Mm-hmm. I think that was the newspaper. Mm-hmm. She gave him a birthday gift. She got him inside a Komodo dragon cage at the LA <laughs> Zoo, and he almost died. The Komodo dragon attacked him oh, wow. and basically bit off his big toe that they had to reattach. So you're saying it clearly Wor- will be an adventure. Worst <laughs> birthday present ever, and they got awesome. they broke up like uh, six months later. He uh, filed divorce papers. So maybe he thought she was trying to murder him. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, 
We might have to save this one for Hollywood speak. Okay. Uh, what does it mean when people delete Insta yes. photos of each other in their married or actually mm-hmm. dating? I mean, obviously, it means there's a problem. That's what I would We're guess, We're looking too. at you, Casey Musgraves, and your hot husband, Rustin Kelly. Yeah, they've been slowly just taking the photos down of each other. Yeah. And it's mutual. It's like both sides. Yeah, and he wasn't at the CMAs with her, no. I don't think. Mm-hmm. And so they've taken uh, the photos of each other down. It can only mean one thing. A little Trouble? social media sleuthing, I think River so. City? Yeah, they only got married two years ago, so uh, you know, well, that is the first thing you do is scrub your public filter right. photos. Uh, Phil Bronstein, not with the San Francisco Chronicle. Examiner? He left about seven years ago. Yeah, okay. Alright, thanks, Demi. We will be back, everybody. Drive safe. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.